0: A um, couple uh, testimonies. I want to share some Inspire 100 stuff. And I apologize. Barb's like, you need to talk about that more. We just do stuff. Isn't that the right thing to do? And so here's some cool ones though. We did a lot actually in the last two months, but uh, here's um, here's some cool ones that we, and all you guys online and, and locally, What really what it is, it's really kind of our benevolence arm of, of the ministry. And uh, it was designed for single moms, kids, and we go outside those boundaries you know, when we need to, but um, it was my friend's idea, Brantley, and he said, "You know, what if 100 of us gave $100 a month so we can take care of single moms and kids and just do the right thing, like if they need dental work, if they need their car fixed, if they're behind in their mortgage, whatever it is. So here's some cool stuff. Um, uh, so this one, uh, there was a family that had, uh, they had to pay for a cancer operation, so they were behind in their mortgage. We helped them catch up with their mortgage just to take some stress out of their life. And um, so they wrote, we don't know what to say. We're so grateful. It's been rough, but thank God for your ministry. Can we please set up a time to just say thank you? We're crying right now. It's just a blessing to know if someone cares. It will go directly to the mortgage company. We give all God the praise. We're so grateful. Thank you to all of you and in Inspire 100. I know one day we'll be able to pay it forward. We're eternally grateful. So that's cool, isn't it? So all you guys that give, just thank you because that's... Uh, uh, we get to see behind the scenes all the impact that it performs. And then some of you guys that are on the fellowship, you heard um, Desiree talk about this young girl. And so I'm just gonna read what she said. My name is Desiree. I'm writing to you in a moment where I seriously need prayer. I'm 23, I've been, I've been healed and shedded so much, and I just want to continue to break my many cycles and move forward to a healthy life. I recently left an abusive home and, and ran away to another state. Since God since then, God has truly carried me. I recently got into my dream acting school and they're and they're there are these really beautiful opportunities opening up for me. The school has told me I have until the 17th. This was January, and on the prayer team, we prayed for it. And we just said, hey, why, why don't we just, instead of praying, why don't we just do it? <laughs> so she didn't know that, though, until the fellowship. So her first fellowship, we, we uh, told her, hey, you know what? We're going to pay for your school and, and uh, give you a little spending money. So the school had told me I have until the 17th to make my next payment. I just don't know what I'm to do. I refuse to believe God won't come through. I'm just needing to be in a place of accepting God's truth, peace, and love, and abundance. I'll be on the Zoom call this Sunday. Thank you so much for your time. And then we told her on the Zoom, like, hey, yeah, we're praying for you. We really saw you already fulfilled and has already paid for. And then one of the prayer team members just said, in fact, we're sending you a check to pay for it and give you some spending money. Isn't that cool? So uh, it says... um, Oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you, thank you a trillion times! A bunch of exclamation points. I've been utilizing your teachings as well. God bless you all. So there's more that I'll, I'll give you next week. But aren't those fun? So, and then I just heard yesterday I heard back from um, the uh, the brick kids. Some of you guys don't know. They're, so that'll be coming soon. They don't know when because it's, all the schools are shut down in India. But we do that every year. So what it, what that what that is is for hundred and thirty dollars. Um, well, let me back up. So basically, these these families are indentured servants, literally enclosed in a brick factory where, like, the kids never leave their whole life. So they're born into the debt that they can't really pay, and uh, they so they make bricks their whole life and die. They live and die in this enclosed thing of bricks. Well, that's just not a good life, is it? And so there's a so this the ministry that Brad Jurzak introduced us to. So they figured out there's the Indian law. Um, if you can get the kids in school, and it only costs $130 to, per child to get them in school because they have to have their books, their um, their uniforms, their shoes, everything, which these kids don't have, they, they, like $130 could be $130 million to these people. So, but once they're in, once they get in, the Indian government subsidizes them for the rest of their life all the way through high school. So it's like, to me, it's like the best $130 investment to save a life ever in my opinion. So we'll, we'll, uh, I'll just keep you updated on that when they actually open up. Right now they're not open because of COVID and everything else. So. But uh, he, he did reach out to me today. So you guys did a lot last year. You, you, in a short period, I think we had two days and I think we did 89 kids or something like that. So thank you for doing that. So isn't that fun? It's just the right thing to do in my opinion. It's like, let's just do this stuff. So, all right, uh, let's talk about some testimonies. Um, and again, guys, if uh, some of you guys online Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern, if you go to freedomministries.live, it auto-connects to Zoom, and then the passwords freedom, all lowercase. Those have been getting pretty rich, actually, because we've been doing a lot more praying for people and, and uh, less talk about Scripture and things. Because I, I really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me. Like, you know, what does it matter? It's, uh, if we don't have, a, this is what I was sharing with these guys in Dallas. I said, you know what, if we don't, if we don't have an answer for a single mom that has stage four cancer, what, Good is another scripture, in my opinion. Like, I want to do stuff. I want to experience the kingdom and not talk about it. Is that anybody okay with that? Yeah. So we'll talk about a little bit tonight, but then I want to do it. I want to do it with you guys. So if anybody needs specific prayer or something, I'll you um, volunteer. We'll do it for you right tonight. Otherwise, I'll just pick some that I've I've saw online. So anyway, but uh, some of you guys heard this as my friend Benjamin Bedone. so he had asked the prayer team a while back, one of his, I can't remember who it was, if you remember, it, w- it was a relative of some kind, like his cousin's wife or something like that. But anyway, she was in the hospital with COVID and the, basically the doctors said, it's not going to happen. Like all of her systems are shut down, her heart's shut down. And, and uh, they were basically asking, do you want us to take her off all the systems, right? And the doctors are going, she's done. It's like, it's over. And so uh, he sent in the thing and, and uh, all we do, guys, is what we're going to show tonight is we simply choose a different alternative knowing that the kingdom is within. So um, I shared with you in, this is why I love the science behind it because you can't argue with it when they have the EKGs and the EEGs and they're hooked up and when they pray and you can see what's going on in their body and things happening. And and, uh, uh, like I talked about, there's like they've analyzed, they can actually, it changes them down to the gene expression level in their DNA. Like you literally change their genes when you pray. Now that's pretty cool, isn't it? I think that's cool that we have that ability. And so um, we simply see a different result. We go, you know what? I know that's what's happening, but uh, you know what we're going to do is we're going to picture Benjamin. We're going to see you sharing that testament with all of us going, it was a miracle. She's, she's happy. She's alive. She's more happy and vibrant than she's ever been. And trust that that's real. Isn't that cool? That's really not hard. And so uh, I know that's what you just shared, right? You did a class on that. And, and uh, <laughs> it's it's really fun. So anyway... I'm telling you what we do, and we'll do it again tonight. It's like, if you can accept that that's true, that your heart and mind literally are divine, and I'll, I'll, show, you, I'll show you some really cool stuff from Hebrew tonight, just even more than I did last week about that. But anyway, so uh, some of you guys were on the, the fellowship the other day. Uh, I just, Benjamin told them, he said, they told me all this and said, hey, you know what? All of our systems are shutting down. What do you want us to do? And he said, uh, he goes, I know what you're seeing. He's telling the doctors that. He goes, I know that's what, that's your job is. That's what you're seeing, but it's too late. We already chose to see something different and that's okay, it's not gonna happen. It's so not this weirdness, like I rebuke that or any of that weird, like you gotta look weird in the hospital, like, right? Like calling I've seen Christians do that. Like get behind me, Satan. I'm like, it's the doctor. Like <laughs> just stop being retarded. Like, <laughs> like don't do that, right? Like don't, <laughs> no, because like, then that's what they think we are, right? You give us a bad name, so anyway. Like they're rebuking the Satan. He's like, no, I'm a doctor. I'm just, I'm telling you what the instruments are telling you. And so he says, it's too late. It's okay. But we already choose to something different. And he got on the, and he says, um, he goes, you know what? I said, we chose to see something different. So it's okay. We know what's going to happen. And then he shared this week. He goes, she's out of the hospital doing great. Everything's fine. Isn't that cool? I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Amen. Um, here's a fun one. Uh, Hi, Mike. My husband and I have been listening to you on YouTube and Spotify. Pretty amazing stuff. Just listening, I've been healed of shoulder impingement, hormone imbalance. I got a brand new iPad. I've been wanting an iPad for a while for my business in school, but they were too expensive. It literally just dropped in my lap. And I've been praying for hormone imbalance for over five years. Just listening, suddenly I'm healed. And my shoulder's been giving me terrible pain for months. I'm now pain-free. Isn't that cool? That's like the whole kit and caboodle, man. That's good. Um, Might as well just go for the whole thing, right? Just fix everything. Uh, Okay, this says, don't use the name. So we did, this was one of the prayer team that we did, Ash, you probably remember this. So, and Rich, good morning. I've been watching your videos for a while of a prayer request, if you wouldn't mind. My sister was just diagnosed with breast cancer. They were the right breast. They did more testing. They found a pelvic mass. We have to do a PET scan to see if it's cancer anywhere or if it's spread. I've been a nervous wreck. Worrying whether the pet scan will show. Would you please pray? She's 62 years old and an angel from heaven. Seriously, thank you so much. And so we simply saw her again. You probably remember this one, yeah? And uh, said, "You know what? We just we 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 know what that what's it showing, but we see your sister in divine health and peace in record time, and we know it's going to come to pass. That's that's all." So yesterday at 12:52, she said, "Mike, I have to share. God is so good and faithful." And a bunch of exclamation points. The mass is not cancer. The doctor said it's not cancer. Feel like shouting. Thank you, Jesus, for the healing. Thank you for prayers and courage. And words. This just made my day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? This is good to give people hope, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So I've got more. I'll save some for next week because we've got to get into this. So anyway, I want to do part two. Um, and uh, if you haven't, please, I, I'd encourage you to go. We showed uh, about eight minutes or six minutes last week of the clip of Joe Dispenza and Aubrey Marcus and most of you Christians would never go there because he says farm words and um, <laughs> I know this it's nothing your kids aren't hearing in school, so you might want to hear what they're hearing, right? Is is that fair to say? Like sometimes my my kids would come home when they were younger, they're where'd you learn that? Sunday school? Who's <laughs> kids? Right? Like anyway, like, oh my kids, sorry guys. No. No, usually it wasn't actually, but I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway. It's so good, because he's talking on there, and uh, some of you guys know Doug Bishop, my friend Doug Bishop. He had just come back from a Dispenza event, and so we met this week, and he was telling me, I was just intrigued, because I've gone through the online course, and I said, so what did they teach you? Like, what, what do they actually make you do? Like, how do you go, what are the experiences that you do? And he goes, "Real." In short, he said, this is all they do. They get us out of our analytical mind all week. They're teaching you how to learn out of the Spirit, and they're not using Scripture, because that's not who they are, but... but uh, that's why I love this stuff. And, and scripture gives us the assurance that this is really real. And he goes, we get out of the he goes for about 30 hours that week, he made us get out of our analytical mind. That's that's literally rewiring your whole system in a short, compact period of time, isn't it? And, th- and that's why when you watch that clip, and he's talking about stage four cancers disappear when they when they simp, they have a group of people that pray, like we do, and they hook the people up with EEGs and EKGs and and uh And all they did is, if you watch that clip, he says, you know what, here's what I want you to do. I want want you to see those people in the front row. I want you to see them where their dreams are fulfilled, their bodies are whole and vibrant, full of life, and just enrich their lives. And he goes, so all they do is they sit there in their own chair in the room, and they're specifically praying. They're going within and seeing within, not with their physical eyes, but with their, their spiritual eyes. They're using their imagination to see them exactly doing that, like their life fulfilled and their, and their body's full of life. And some of them are in tough spots, you know, in wheelchairs and crippled. And they're just seeing them do that. And at the exact same time, guys, like the EEGs and EKGs just swing off the charts. And when they test them afterwards, like I said, if they get the really uh, critical testing because they work with heart math, they can show that their gene expression changed in, during prayer. Now, that changes the whole ball game, doesn't it? Because when people go, oh, my son and my daughter were born like this, like, yeah, I know that. But we can change it. Like, we have that ability. Now, that's God, isn't it? And so, anyway, I just, that's why I I love that stuff. But that's what he said. He goes, really, all we do is he taught us how to get out of our analytical minds. We're going to teach you to do that tonight. Amen? Because you see all the stories. Um, I just, I wrote a couple of them. You heard me talk about this all the time. But Old Testament, New Testament, Old Testament, 1 Kings 6-7, it says um, the temple... When they're building the temple, it says, the temple were built with perfect smooth stones, not touched by a chisel or hammer. Now, what's that a picture of, really? They're talking about the physical temple, but in the New Testament, we go, the interpretation of that, the story of that is, you were built in perfection from the beginning. You were the smooth stone, the spiritual man of you. The perfection of you was not built with chisels or hammers. It was built in your mother's womb, that seamless garment of flesh that he inhabits. Isn't that cool? So all these types and shadows. And then we get to the New Testament, um, Luke 17, 2021, 20, where he's talking about um, they're going, the, the Israelites, they were asking him, going, hey, when are you going to restore the kingdom? Right? They're thinking it's going to be a physical kingdom that he's going to rule from physical Israel. And, and uh, he goes, it doesn't, the kingdom's not going to come with anything you can observe, because the kingdom is within you. So when he says within you, what do you think he means? Within you. He's going, it's not going to be physical. You can't see it. And they're expecting a physical kingdom. And he goes, no, it's going to be in you. It's going to be within. So uh, Luke 12, 32 says, the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And he just told us where that kingdom is. He says the kingdom is within. It's not with anything you see with your physical eyes. Isn't that cool? So 2 Corinthians 13:5, know ye not that what's in you? The Messiah, the anointed one's in you. So their salvation is in you is that interesting? Because they're waiting for the Messiah, and he goes, your salvation's within you. How's that? Christ is in you. So Acts, 747, Acts 7.48 says the same thing. 2 Corinthians 5.1 says the same thing. Colossians 1.27, Christ in you. And it's always the preposition in, where it's in. It's, it's, a, it's within us. We carry the divinity in mankind. Um, John 1, where you see it, it says, the word made everything. So everything that was ever made was made by the word, and the word became What? Flesh, and it says dealt, dwelt among in King James, but if you look at it, it's the preposition in again. It says the word became flesh, so the thing that created everything and holds everything together became flesh, and it's in you. So all these all these stories are talking about the same thing. Genesis 25, 23 is another just type in shadow where they're talking to Rebecca. Rebecca's a female sheep, right? And uh, she's gonna have, she goes, why why do I struggle? And this is the question sometimes a lot of you guys. And so she said, I feel this struggle within my womb. Now he's talking about physical children, but we see in the New Testament, is like all of it's about salvation within you. All those stories are types of shadows and allegories within you. And it's the story about Jacob and Esau. And she, so she's questioning God and she says, why do I have this struggle of these two beings within me? Or It says goim, two nations, two people within me. Now, the whole scriptures, guys, is learning how to live out of the spirit. That nation, it says two nations lie within your womb. You can give birth to a physical baby. Like every, every man born of a woman is born out of water. It's Moses born out of water, drawn out of water. And, uh, but you must be born in the spirit as well. So within you is two people, two nations is what it says. And they're going to struggle with each other. And one is named Esau, which literally means hairy man. Like, are we, do we have hair on our flesh and he says, "The other one is Jacob, <clears throat> and that's the smooth man, the spiritual man, right? And it says, "The older, the one-born first, which is the hairy man, you and I, Esau, our physical birth, is going to be ruled by the spiritual man." So what he's trying to show you guys is there's this struggle where it's not spiritual warfare like we think like we're battling demons and jump on you if you're listening to rock music or anything like that. So um, because I would have had a lot of them in me. <laughs> I still would. So uh, um, what he's talking about is the spirit man, Jacob, should rule over everything in the physical. Right? He says, the older, which was Esau, the hairy man, will be a servant to the spirit. It's going to serve us. So everything in the physical is supposed to serve you and I. Amen. It's supposed to respond to the Spirit. Now, most Christians have been taught to do the other way. We we see what's happening with our physical eyes and ears, and we see what's going on, and we freak out. And what what he's trying to tell you is like, no, 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 no. No, everything here is your servant. And what you do in the Spirit will bind and form to what you're doing in the Spirit because the Spirit will rule over the old man. So I'm just giving you all these types and shadows where it just... I could go on, you could do the whole Bible is this. So every story is really about that. So anyways, let's get into this. Um, so what he's trying to show you is the kingdom's within you, your salvation's within you, the anointing's within you, Messiah's in you, Christ is in you. Nothing about it is physical. In fact, the spiritual controls the physical. Now, that's why I love the science behind it, because they're going, you know what? If you get out of your analytical mind, and you just choose to see it a different event, and you accept it as real where it becomes real to you, that is reality. Like it'll bend and shape the physical into what you just did within called prayer. Isn't that fun? Now, this depends on these guys. They really boil it down to really simple. Here's what they do What do you want? Clear intention is what he calls it. And he says, Now see and feel as if it's real right now and don't get out of that. So when you wake up in the morning, you feel like, Oh God, I feel like crap and I'm wavering. That's that battle going on in Rebecca, is what it says. These, these two. Nations, these two kids, these two people, these two beings battle within my womb. One of them wants to freak out in the flesh. Another one goes, no, no, no. The spirit controls what I do out here rather than letting that affect what goes on inside. That's why it says guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart is what? The issues of life, the boundaries of life, how much Zoe life you're going to experience. All right? So let's get into this. But I want to show you some scriptures because some of you guys need it. To me, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. I'm like, I'm just ready to do it and we're having fun doing it, isn't it? Like, like what about this scripture? I don't know, but let's heal you, right? So uh, anyway, but for all of you guys, um, we're gonna talk about the, the heart and mind again. And so here's, here's Proverbs three. You all know this one where we went about Psalm 37, four and five last week. But so here's Proverbs three. You can go look it up. It says, my son, do not forget my teaching or Torah is what it says in Hebrew, but keep my commands in your heart. Where do you, where do you keep this stuff? In your heart, right? So he's kind of telling us the secret already. For they will prolong your life for many years and bring you bring you shalom and prosperity. How many guys want long life, peace, and prosperity? That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be really nice. So let love and faithfulness, and it says chesed, which could be grace or God's God's favor. Let love and faithfulness never leave you, bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Again, we're seeing. So I've talked to you about the types and shadows of that where the second set of teachings um, were placed in the Ark of the Covenant, which is you. You're the, so the first set of teachings were stones. Moses came down, people died, right? And then the second set of teachings, he says, don't show these to the people, place them in the Ark of the Covenant. Where the food within, the manna within, and Aaron's rod that budded within you. It's in, you're the Ark, okay? So then, if you do that, if you take care of this, is what he's saying, if you write the teachings on your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. I bet if I ask most Christians, I go, what does it mean to trust in the Lord with all your heart? They, they really don't know. If we get down to brass tacks, like they don't know if they're trusting the Lord with all their heart. Because most of them, if I say trust in the Lord with all their heart, almost immediately when I go, trust in the Lord with all their heart, I know just by talking to them, they're thinking of an outside God. And the reality is, is what he's saying is trust in the, the kings within you, the messiahs within you, the anointing's within you. Christ is within you. So if you're going to trust in anything, it's trust what you're doing inside of you. is that interesting? It's in your heart and mind. So you go within. That's where you trust this thing. So <clears throat> trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. What he's saying, don't go by what you're seeing here. That's why I love Benjamin's testimony. I know what you're saying and you have to tell me that as a doctor. But we chose to see a different event and it's already too late. That's trusting the Lord with all your heart. Trusting what we did within more than what we see out in our own understanding, right? Because in, in, in the physical understanding, they're like, no, she's dying. And the prayer team's like, yeah, that's okay. That's a choice, but let's choose something different. That'd be a better choice, right? So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding. All your ways, submit to him. Where's him? Uh, <laughs> this gets really hard, doesn't it? Submit to him. So submit to what you're doing inside is what it says. Submit to him and he will make your, your, your life straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. How many of you guys want healthier body and nourished bones? That just sounds good, doesn't it? Like nourished bones. I'm not sure what that is. I have to dig into the Hebrew on that. But it just sounds good. Like if your bones are healthy, it sounds good to me. So anyway, it sounds better than not healthy bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Here, here's what he's saying. He's saying you're going to see if you really... If you really treat this seriously and honor what you're doing within your heart and mind, you're going to have a really, things are going to go pretty well for you. And honor what's going on in there. Honor that Christ with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing. You guys want overflowing barns? Yeah. And your vats will brim with new wine. Amen? All right. So let's dig into this trust in the Lord with all your heart. If we can hit that next slide. So. Uh, I just wrote, how do we practically trust in the Lord with all of our heart? And I kind of shared a little bit about it, but it's learning to trust what you do with him at the end of the day. Like Dispenza was talking about with Doug, you know, for 30 hours, they worked on getting out of their head, their physical, where their brain's going, and thinking all the thoughts that they don't want, right? Going all over the place and wonder if I'm praying, right? Wonder if I'm doing this, right? And that's, just, that's all. I <laughs> wonder what the Bible says about this. It's all head, Right? So, learning to trust Christ within. He has given you the kingdom, as I shared, his ro- which means royal rule and reign. Paul clearly tells us this rule and reign comes from within us, not anything outside or God outside. The God who created everything and sustains everything is within. That is an amazing thought, if you think about it. So, when we trust in the Lord with all our heart, it's learning that the spirit within us molds and shapes our life. So, if we hit this next slide, I'll go through this one pretty quickly, because I want to talk about a different one. Um, what Yahweh is. So that word, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, is yud heh vav it's Yahweh. And so if you look at that, it, it'll be, and it'll always, if it's King James or whatever they call it, the Chetragrammaton, it's, it's the four letters, L-O-R-D, capitalized, right? And so it was so holy to the Hebrews that they didn't dare write it. They had to use different pens and all this weird stuff. So imagine when, when the New Testament, they're going, yeah, that God that's so holy that you didn't even dare write his name, um, he's one with you, he's in you. And he's given you everything he has. So think about blasphemy, right? So if you preach the gospel correctly, you will be called a blasphemous thing. Um, which is good because the religious people who knew the book, they knew every word in the book missed Jesus. And nothing ever changes under the sun is what, what uh, Solomon says, was supposedly the what? What's that? Oh, what was that? Oh, <laughs> I thought it was you, Ashley, going, I don't understand that. So... Uh, I go. Let me talk slowly. No, <laughs> it was Siri, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was you. Honestly, I heard this woman's voice, so I knew it wasn't James. It wasn't your voice. So, so Yud-Hay is this word Lord, and if you go look it up Strong's, it'll say proper name of God of Israel. Now Israel, I showed you is Ishrael. So Ishrael, when Jacob struggled within all night, in the morning, what happened? They God he says, now you are no longer Jacob, you've supplanted the physical, the spiritual has controlled the physical, you've supplanted the physical, now you are Israel, and Israel is the man, Ish, who rules as God. Isn't that interesting? So, it says the name of God of Israel, the root from Havah, then if you go look at Havah, so Yod is the power of God or strength, it's that that little jog up there, like, so hand in, in the pictograms, it's and then Hava is literally just to be. The and here's if you want to really just translate it, it goes, I am is God. Whatever you decide you are, when you say, um, when you say and you accept it as true, I'm abundant, you are. And the God within you, Christ within you, makes you that. That's literally what I am means in the God of Israel. Isn't that interesting? But well, let's dig into it a little bit more. So Yod is the strength of the power to God to do work, Hey is God's grace, right? It's the, the fifth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. But it's literally a picture of an open window. Meaning that you get to choose life or death. Hey, we understand she's about to die. We get it. You're doing your job. But we have an open window and we get to choose what we see in that window. He's given you the choice to choose whatever you want. I've set before you life and death. Choose life. Choose anything you want. So it's an open window. And if you go dig into, I'm not going to spend time tonight, but hey, it literally is... The creative power it represents the creative power of God to see any potential and bring it into physical reality. But simply by you picturing, it takes what you just pictured and involves it to you, which is attaches itself to what you just pictured. Isn't that cool? So the power of God, yud hey is the strength of God to become or be what we see within. The power of God takes what we see within and involves or attaches it to me physically, which means the little translation of yud hey is I am. Now let's dig into this because. This next slide, this is what I wanted to show you just about the name. So we all see this, we've all heard this in John. I've I've covered this because all the prayer verses are awesome to me. Um, But John 16, 24, it says, until now you've you've not asked anything in my name. Ask, you will receive so that your joy may be complete. Now, is there any ambiguity in that? I can't see it. Now, most people have never, he says, up until now you haven't asked anything in my name. But once you get it, once you get what asking in my name is, you're going to ask anything, and you will receive it, so your joy may be complete. So the name, if you go look it up, and it's surname, like my name's uh, Popovich, your surname is whatever it is, but he goes, but your real origin, your real birth, is the name above all names, the name of names, and that's your birth from above. It's surname. It also means, I wrote there, that it, the name represents the very nature and essence of someone's character. So I just pulled it right out of Strong's. So when we pray in the very nature and essence of his character, we will receive. So our joy may be full. So what's the nature and essence of his character? Let's go back to the Old Testament because he introduces himself as the name. He goes, I will be known by this name forever. Forever is a long time, isn't it? And he would have to be, have to have the same name that's always for generation to generation forever because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. and He never changes, Right? Now, you got some implications to work through (laughs) once you get that. like He didn't change before the cross or after the cross. He's never changed. Otherwise, he's like you. It says, I'm a man that turns. I'm not a man that turns, right? So, Shem, so Exodus 3.14. And so Moses is, he's going to go. God introduced himself to Moses in the narrative. And it says, uh, who shall I say that sent me? And then Exodus 3.14. And God says unto Moses, I am that I am. Verse 15. This is my name, Shem. Forever, and this is my memorial unto my generation. So let's look up what Shem is, because the name literally meant the very essence and character. So John 16, it says, if you pray in my very essence and character, you will receive. So it would be a good thing to know his very essence and character, wouldn't it? Let's look at Shem. Shem is the, the two Hebrew letters, the ones like that W, kind of. It's shin, and then the last letter is mem. If you go look it up, Shem, it's a name. The very essence, nature, and character of someone. So he says, I am that I am. That's my name. But when you start breaking down Shem, what is Shem? What is his very nature and essence and character? Shin is either a picture of a tooth or fire. And both of those, I was really digging into the Hebrew on this. It's like a picture of a tooth or fire. When you eat something with your tooth, you consume it, devour it, and you break it down into fine particles, right? It becomes like if you're eating a, I don't know, a golden flame wing. Ooh, I gotta get some more of the the golden sauce or whatever that stuff is, the stuff I like. I drizzled it all over a sandwich this week and it's almost gone. <laughs> so I gotta buy some more of that stuff, whatever that is. What's it called? The original or? Oh yeah, God, that's good stuff. I can eat that on eggs, everything. Like would you eat it on stuff or you're just tired of it because you own it? I can put it on almost everything. Eggs in the morning, sandwich, it's just good, right? It's good for you. That's the story I'm sticking with. I don't know if it's good for me or not, but it appears to be working so far. But it, when you eat something and you... When you eat a golden flame wing, you're consuming it, you break it down into fine particles, and it literally becomes pure energy, doesn't it? And then it becomes something else. It becomes life in me, right? So it takes one form, it consumes it into its finest particle, and transforms it and forms something new. But literally, that's what I'm reading in Shin, I go, this is so cool, why don't people teach this stuff? So Shin, or fire, fire does the same thing, right? If you, if you see uh, like Colorado, the forest fires, all of a sudden there was a tree, and now there's another tree. Where'd it go? right? So fire consumed the whole thing. It literally became pure energy, some ash, whatever, and now it gets to form something new. So that's what it says. It's a picture of a tooth and fire, the process of transformation, of breaking down something, grinding it into its smallest particles, and making something anew with it. The spirit constantly changes matter, but the spirit itself doesn't change. This stuff blows me away when I start digging into it. Isn't that cool? That's so much better to me than, in Jesus' name, yes, Jesus, Lord, (laughs) <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing. That's why your prayers aren't working. So, because you just think praying in the name of Jesus is screaming loudly at the end. Like he's, he was deaf and he didn't hear you until you screamed louder. So, praying in its very essence. So, Shin, his name is Shem. Mem is a picture of water. Like uh, Now, what's water always typically a picture of in scripture? Spirit, right? So water, it also corresponds to the number 40. Do you see 40, 400 all the time in scripture? 40 days, 40 nights. Jesus went out into the wilderness 40 days. Um, 400 years between the Old Testament and the New, right? All these 40s. 40 means something. It's not a literal time frame. That's where people get all mixed up. So Hebrew, so Mem is the number 40 as well. So it's the water, spirit, corresponds to the number 40. And I'm just right out of... The Hebrew studies, guys. 40 represents the ripening time from seed to harvest. So the name of God forever is the spirit that breaks something down into its smallest particle, which would just be photons, light, right? And forms it into a new and fastens it to something new. So here's what it's saying. So something's going on in your life. Your physical eyes, your ears is seeing something. My name is I am. So if you don't like what's going on, change it. Meaning, see something else and the praying in his nature, which is Shem, is you break down what that currently is into its smartest particle. Now, they're using language. They, they don't understand what we know now, and then 20 years from now, we're going to know something more. Like, right now, the smallest thing we can, can kind of like conceptualize is packets of light. I think that's pretty neat because Scripture talks about I'm love and I'm light, right? And so it's like packets of light, which is just pure energy, which are everywhere at all the same time. That, that's really fascinating when you think about it, because there's no distance in the spirit. So that's what he's saying. He's like, "Hey, when you see a different result, praying in the name is just see the different result. It's like fire or teeth. It breaks that physical thing down. Currently, what's going on? It goes into pure potential, and then it refashions something anew to what you just did within in the spirit. Now, there's a ripening period. So you just planted that seed in your heart. You just saw a different potential. Now wait for it. It will return. Is that cool?" <laughs> I think that's cool. Maybe you don't get excited about it, but I'm like, every scripture confirms the exact same thing if you really dig into it, every single one. That's praying in the name of Jesus. The very essence of nature is I am. What you determine to be, you choose what, what that wants to be. So if you can choose what you want to be, wouldn't it be fun to paint a glorious life for ourselves, Like the most fantastic life we can imagine. Let's see ourselves already enjoying it. That's praying in the name of Jesus, the very essence of him. And what we picture and accept as real brings it to pass in ways we know not how that sounds like christ within it sounds like the kingdom within it sounds like pray in his name you will receive so that you may be full of joy that's cool to me isn't it anyway so is that good yeah. all right so one more and then we'll, then we'll actually do it because i wanted to show you what name is and we've talked about surname and there's there's a lot of meaning in that too like if we really understood that god's our father and uh he's got a pretty big inheritance doesn't he once we realize we're kids. And that I just put it in things you guys would understand. Oh, and let me, let me just share this. This is really a really interesting concept. We were sharing this on the fellowship the other night. Some of you guys heard Erica. Um, she really, she's in, from Vacaville California. And, and unbeknownst to us, she was going before the uh, Dallas fellowship. She's like, I want to go to fellowship. And so she goes, I, I, I forgot what I even did. I was walking around. I was walk, taking a walk. And, and she goes, for a moment there, I just saw myself in Texas enjoying time with my sister and parents because their parents live in the Dallas area. And she goes, then I forgot about it. Now here's what's really cool when you understand the body of Christ. There is literally no distance in spirit. Meaning we're all part of one body and this is where they're trying to use language. They're talking about a hologram and I've shared that with you but really in essence what they're trying to show is when one thing happens here, we think it's local, like here in Colorado Springs right here, every Peace of matter in the world gets that information at the exact same time. So when we experience peace within, it sends out this signal where everybody experiences that little level of peace and changes them. Is that pretty cool? So this is, it was really coming to me as I'm kind of like groggy, and this is where I just really get really some beautiful downloads. So when Jesus is saying, um, know you not that you're my body, and all of you are my body, He goes, everybody who is is part of my body. So once we really understand that, that in this, in this essence, in this time, it had to be, it was me, but I was like, oh God, I get it. This is really cool. So she's, she's in Vacaville going, I see myself in Dallas enjoying it. She gets on the fellowship and I was like, uh, she goes, man, I really want to go to Dallas. What would, what would keep you from doing it? And um, she's, I plane ticket. I go, oh, I got it. I heard it. Like, I'll take care of it. So somebody will pick it up, part of your body. So there's some really cool implications of this now. So <clears throat> is there anything you want to do that somebody in this world doesn't have the finances to do? No, can't be. And if that's one, if we're truly one, and that's part of my body, then I, now I get, hey, simply see what you want within, plant it in your heart, and in ways we know not how, he will bring it to pass. Somebody will pick that up in the spirit and go, Ah, oh, I think I'm supposed to do this for them. That's cool, isn't it? I think it's just beautiful. So anyway, um, that's what body means. That's what oneness means. That's what spirit means. So anyway, when it says trust in the Lord with all your heart, this is obviously something going on within. So we just covered what is trust in the Lord is. And then with your heart, like we shared last week, and, and then we'll get through this. Heart is levaka. So the first two letters is lemet, is lev. It's your heart. It's your, it's your inner man. If you go look it up, Strong's 3820. It's your inner man, your mind, your will, your heart. So when it says, trust in something with all your heart, it's saying, trust in here with everything you got more than what you see with your physical reality. That's what he's trying to tell you, right? Um, and that's why I think it's fascinating that, you know, these, like, dispense on these guys. They get a bunch of people together, and they're, they're, all they're doing is doing this, but they're forcing him to do it. Like, 30 weeks of getting out of your analytical mind and trusting in your heart is a lot of hours in a week, isn't it? And so, <laughs> Doug was kind of joking, because he said, man, I thought it was going to be like conference hours, and first day we get there, he goes, all right, see you tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6.30, and he's like, 6.30? And all he was doing is getting them out of their routine to get them out of, like they, most people wake up, they, they do the exact same thing they've been doing for the last 20 years, and they want a different result, right? Change it! He literally, I've set before you life and death, so Lamech is, Lamech bet his heart, uh, Lamech bet Heart, the shepherd, the leader within the house. Lamed is a shepherd's staff, and bed is you, the tabernacle, or house of God. And so, Kof, that last letter, like I said, I just pulled this out. So, trust in your heart, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lavaka, where it says, trust in the Lord with all your lavaka, is, in Jewish mysticism, the two letters of the word kof are the initial two letters of Hebrew word Koach, which is potential, and poel, actual. Doesn't this sound exactly what we just read? Shin, Hey, any potential, if there's a different thing going on, let's just change to a different idea that we're going to picture within. And it'll consume that, bring it down to its finest particle, and form it anew into what you just did in your heart. That's exactly what cough, or cough is. Cough enables the hidden power of the spiritual, the potential to be made in the actual physical. So when you put it together, it says, trust that the heart is the hidden power of your spiritual to make whatever you just did in their physical. And in the name, shin... Now, you just planted that seed in your heart. Give it time to come to fruition, but that seed will come in ways you know how. Cool to me. is that cool? Now, if you don't want the scripture, it's really easier. See what you want, accept it as real, and it'll become. That'll be my name forever. I am what I choose to be. Fascinating to me. Right? All right, anybody want prayer? Yeah? What what you can just yell to me. Rector? What's your first name? Becky. Becky? All right. We got good news for you, Becky. <laughs> Are you from here? I am now. I was here. I I lived here about 4 years ago on the sister of my mother. She passed away. I was coming back and diagnosed a year ago with cancer. Yeah, okay. So Um, yeah, cool. So who, who who's the first person you would call when you, when you get the diagnosis, you're completely free. Okay. So see that you, you brought you like you joy, you you got joyful right away, right? Yeah. So just give me one of their names. Chase. Chase, All right. So here's what we're going to do, Becky. We're going to all help you do it. Amen. Isn't that fun? So let me just kind of go through this. And there's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so um, you, know, you can take a long time to get out of your analytical mind or there's, there's literally physical things that you can do to do it very quickly. And uh, I would just tell most of you guys, get rid of the hangups. Because these guys, like they're not doing scripture, but they're doing stuff, amen? And so of anybody, we go, hey, if that works... If the spirit is supposed to control the, the the physical, then let's get out of our analytical mind because that's the, that's the mind that's perceiving what we see with our outward senses. But your heart is the, the brain of the body is what they're saying. It's like, this has its own nervous system, your, your heart. It actually controls your head. So it would be best to get out of this and get here if this is what controls everything, wouldn't it be? All right, so now you can do, like, I, I love to breathe because when you breathe, like, They've shown literally like you take 30 deep breaths where you're, it's, it's, they, when they do the brain scans, it's as if you just meditated for four hours, 30 breaths, four hours. I'm, I'm into the breath deal, right? Just personally. (laughs) I, I, I don't know if I can do anything for four hours and I just got to answer my pants. Like I don't know if I could sit down for do anything for four hours. So. You can, so I would do breathing. You know, you see a lot of the, when people meditate, Middle Easterners and stuff, they raise their eyes, right? And same thing. It's like the minute you raise your eyes, your body starts, you get out of the analytical mind. And now what's really cool is your heart becomes suggestible. So you can either see it in pictures or speak to your heart, literally. Choose what you want and your heart will accept it when you're in alpha and theta, when you're in that relaxed state. Isn't that cool? And that's why I think that the science behind it is really neat because you can't fake it out. When everybody starts praying for Becky. That's what you said, Becky, right? Becky and Chase. And so it literally changes her down to the DNA level. Now, if it changes down to the DNA level, her gene expression, there's genes in her that'll go, you're not going to produce cancer anymore. You're going to produce Becky, her original design. Wouldn't that be good? It's wonderful, isn't it? That's who we are. That's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So I would just encourage you to, whether you look up like 20 degrees until your eyes flutter or you breathe, um, it's awesome because you can get into that really relaxed state very fast if you do it. So I'm just telling you that I would recommend that. You can do what you want. You can be a religious nut and not, because you think it's of the devil or something, but you're gonna get better results if you do it. So anyway, now, If we can tell, if we get to choose, his name is I am. What do you want to be? And my name will be forever. That's who I'm going to be. So when you pray in the essence of my name, if you can design anything, if you can choose any potential and bring it into the physical, wouldn't it be great to choose whatever you want? Like the greatest, glorious, fantastic life. Wouldn't it be a great thing to do? And I've taught you what imagination is, the potter, right? It's Yatsar. Like literally is your imagination in Hebrew is what shapes the clay. And it's Yad, the power of God to harvest your mind. It's all the same message. It's like so awesome when you start getting into it. So you're not praying to an outside God. When it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, you're literally going within. You're getting out of what you see out here, and you go, you know what? When I see and feel Becky totally free and calling Chase, full of joy, probably weeping, you're probably crying, aren't you? You a crier? No, but I have. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? And how good are we going to feel? Because that's part of our body, isn't it? If one part of our body is hurting, we all are hurting. That's that hologram concept. We all pick it up. So when we all do choose a different result, and we see her so happy, so grateful, Chase, I'm so thankful. I'm free. I'm free. Can't you see that? That is a physical, that is a creative act of God, and it'll ripen into harvest. That's cool to me. So shall we do it? All right. I'm going to do my thing. You can be... Bump on a log, not breathe, whatever. As soon as you choose to change, we'll be there for you, okay? Hmm, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just like to be grateful and thankful. Thank you, Father, that when we pray in his name, anything we do in, in, in that nature where we see and feel as if it's done, we will receive so that we can be full of joy. That's a good God. That's a graceful God. That's a God full of love. That's a God who's given us everything and every promise is yes and amen. Amen? Ah, Thank you, Father. 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 And then you can do whatever you want, guys, but just how I like to do it is is, uh, believe you have received it. And then you will. So we know that if Becky's got a full bill of health, first thing she's going to do is call her kids. She's going to call Chase fully excited, happy, full of joy, full of new life, full of vats overflowing with new wine. Amen. That's health to her body. It's health to her bones. Thank you, Father, that you've taught us how to pray in your essence. You've taught us how to pray in your name. So just see her doing that. Just see her, or maybe like in this case, you see me sharing her testimony, where you're going, God, it's so amazing. We prayed for her, and now we got the, it took that that situation, boiled it down to pure potential, pure energy, pure essence, and it formed anew. That's Shin. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just see her. So I'm just gonna pray over you, Becky, all right? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And everybody when I pray, just see it in your the best you can in your imagination. Like I like to picture, I just like to picture his spirit, his essence, his his light, because he's love and light. I like to see his light, like this beam of light, this overflowing wave of light just go from the top of her head. Just right down out her fingertips, right out through her chest, right throughout through her legs, through her feet, where it's just going in and out in this beautiful flow. Thank you, Father. And it's, just, it's, it's just extending completely past this building right now, Becky. I can see it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your love, your light. Just everything you are is just flowing from her head to her toes. And everything it touches is just perfection. It's love. It's light. It feels so good here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Becky, your body's just forming perfectly. Everything's working perfectly down to your genes. It's literally changing the gene expression in your DNA. So you produce the perfect, beautiful, whole, vibrant Becky from your head to your toes. Thank you, Father, for that. And we just see you sharing that testimony that you called Chase fully alive, fully full of light, full of love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just really see it smooth and massaging your heart area. Can you feel it? Just everything get peaceful there. Yeah. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, Amen. Can you guys see that? You just learn to see it in the Spirit. You just see it's like just emanating out of her. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We choose to see her whole. We choose to see her vibrant. We thank you for that testimony. We already saw her doing that. That is a creative act of God, and it's going to come to pass. In Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. You have something to share for her? Yeah. Yeah. You you want to do it publicly or you want to do it privately? Sure, I can share. You want to share? So I just uh, um, pictured you walking out of a doctor's office with a If you all want to see this with me while I do it, I think that's fun. You don't have to, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, Just picture you walking out of the doctor's office with a paper that says normal. And I I pictured you in the doctor's office. And he's looking at blood work or lab work. And he, like, adjusts his glasses because he can't believe what he just is seeing. Like, it's normal. And then I pictured us all dancing here together in, in... just perfect health for you. So something else I'll share with you privately, but um, I was jamming, I was dancing to myself, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool when you get confirmation, isn't it? You guys probably couldn't hear it online, but what she shared was she, when was this, in January, right? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, Ashley just saw her blood work where he's like confused, right? And so she shared that, she said, it's interesting because they just did all my blood work and they go, we can't find it. Like all her antigens are, are great. It's like if you don't have it. Pretty cool. Then let's just, that's done. Amen. We're good to go. We're going to go party, like Ashley said, and go have some golden flame wings and some adult sodas. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that helps, guys. If you need prayer, coming up. But God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.